Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. My, has our world changed in the last six months. This pandemic has caused people to lose their jobs, lose their income, maybe change jobs. The political division that we see in the streets and on the news and on social media is tumultuous, to say the least. This world is much different than what we were facing a year ago. And I think you would agree with me, it's, it's not for the better. Things are getting worse. So what do we do during this time? From a financial stewardship standpoint, it does change how we look at things. When people ask, Jay, what changes would I make because of these things that we are observing? We, we see problems with the upcoming election. Uh, you know, Maybe the virus reshows itself. There's a second wave. Travel is restricted. We still see many states that, that are not on, on fully open. Uh, in regards to restaurants and retail and that kind of thing. We've got to wear a mask everywhere we go. It's just a different world. Can you imagine September of 2019? Could you have predicted what we're dealing with today? Not in my wildest dreams did I think that we'd be in this situation. You know, yes, we've, we've faced viruses in the past. But this virus is different because it's turned political. The other viruses didn't. Zika, Ebola, it just was not political. Swine flu, bird flu, just we've always had some kind of a viral pandemic, but it was never political like this one is. So what does that mean? Well, depending on what side of the fence you're on, it, it, ultimately there are victims of the political or politicalization of the virus, right? So we've got issues about you know. Can my store be open? Can my gym be open? Can my restaurant be open? Can I travel? What can I do? I just recently seen a woman arrested in the stands watching her uh, eighth grade son play football. And they, I think they actually tased her. It's just a strange time. So what do we do? What Where do we look at in scripture for answers in this? I, I have to go to 1 Samuel 17 when we look at the faith of David as he, as he squares off against the nine foot giant Goliath, right? He, he took advantage of what he had, which was five stones and a sling. He took advantage of that. He, he didn't say, well, I've got to wait until, you know, the 50 caliber machine gun is invented. He didn't. It, that was nothing of the sorts. He was offended that the, the, the Palestine army was, was uh, taunting the Israelites, God's people. He wasn't happy about it, and he said, "I've had enough." You know why? Why? Why are you allowing this to happen? And he went out and he and he he planted a stone in Goliath's forehead and cut off his head. That's some some pretty unique faith, uh, because for forty days Goliath taunted the Israelite army, and no one would do anything. Every day he would come out, send me somebody, send me someone. No one would do it until uh, David showed up. David's advantage was his faith, not that he was a, 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 a giant soldier himself. 
you know, he tended flocks, even even though it says he killed or saved sheep from lions and bears, that he would club them. But he he was just a smaller man. His his three brothers were in the army. Um, what he had to his advantage was faith. So as we face what we're fa- facing now, our faith has to be forefront. It has to be the the pivoting point on how we handle this. From a financial stand, uh, stewardship standpoint, do we do things differently? Listen, if you if you aren't willing to adapt or change when we see the environment change, you may not make it. Okay, you may have more difficulties than if you were uh, the, had the availability to adapt. Let me give you an example or examples. What did we see stay open during, the, especially the onset of this pandemic? What they called essentials, right? So grocery stores, they considered the you know the targets and the WalMarts essential. Um, those places were open. What did we see close? We saw retail stores close. You know, uh, the malls closed, churches closed, right? My own church that I that I pastor, uh, we shut down from the middle of March till uh, um, the first Sunday in June. So almost three months. Uh, that was by governor's order. Um, <clears throat> what did we do to adapt? Well, like many, we did online sermons. I actually had more people watch my online sermons than show up on church. So the, we adapted and and still got the the message out, right? But from from a a standpoint of of survival uh, survivability, how do we move forward? Now, let me give you another example of myself. So I've been a financial planner for uh, uh, this is entering my twenty fifth year, so a quarter of a century. I've made changes that I can actually service my clients by video through Zoom. Uh, that I can uh, I can do business by electronic signature. Okay. Now I was I was I'm not going to say raised, but I was taught that everything is done at, at in, in face to face. That you know a lot of stuff is done at the dining room table or at the office. People those times they're still here, but they just don't exist like they did 25 years ago. Many people want to do business, you know, mail it to me, email it to me. Uh, electronic signature that's that's kind of the they move forward and I had to make a pretty dramatic change to do that because I'm old school you know I want to meet you I want to see I want to see your expressions on your face as I tell you about how to manage God's money I want to see what you react to and what you turn your nose up at I've got to be able to read your body language as an old uh, uh, law enforcement guy I, I that's how I uh, uh, do things. I, I, you know, it's, and I want you to be able to see that, that, you know, how I put influence on different subjects, you know, either raising my voice or lowering my voice. I, you know, there, that is part of communication. How, you know, the, the tone of your voice, the, your body manner or mannerisms, that to me is critical in, in good relationships. You know, could you have a marriage now, this is somewhat comical, but could you have a marriage by Zoom? I'm not talking about the ceremony. I'm talking about could you have a spouse 
and have a, an effective marriage by Zoom? The answer is no. I mean, there, there's physical things that need to happen. And I, and I think that's the same thing with advisor relationships. I think that's the same thing with, with uh, 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 Christian relationships, you know, pastoral relationships, preacher relationships. You know, I, for those people that just simply watch uh, um, church online, the, there's a critical component of, of humanism contact uh that that i think is, is just critical i think it's important but people we're, we've got we're moving on past that it's it's just it i it's not something that, that i am applauding it's something that that's just going to happen i think it's going to be a thing in the past so in your own life you know have you made changes do you need to make changes? My daughter uh, was a manager of a retail store in a, a shopping mall. They, they filed bankruptcy. She's like, what do I do? I said, you know, daughter, you, look at what stayed open during this, this pandemic. Food stores, you know, your Dollar Generals, your Targets, your Walmarts, Kroger's, Publix, uh, Myers. Those stores stayed open. The last thing that I would want to do is go work for another clothing retail store. You know, even though, you know, there are some that will survive, but there are many that are not. You know, a, a retail clothing store can't stay open if the government orders their shutdown. I mean, are you with me? So what did you do during the pandemic? How did you buy things? A lot of people, you know, Amazon eBay, you know, different things um, that you needed during the pandemic. Masks, gloves, you know, different things that, that um, you know, toilet paper, uh, paper plates, those kind of things. You, you were buying it online. You know, even uh, the Walmarts and, and whatever, you could, you could order online and then just do a drive-through and pick it up. That's you know. Look in hindsight, we see. Hey, that's uh, moving forward. That's probably the way it's going to be. So, in your own life, here's my suggestions to you. Um, you need number one to broaden your mind about how to earn an income for your family for yourself. Okay, if you are in the retail or restaurant business, people, I hate to say this. I, I mean, I really do. But you, you need to broaden your horizons and, and have option B and C ready. For those people that have retail businesses, maybe you, you, you are a sole proprietor, uh, you own your own business. Listen, if you don't incorporate online sales into your retail business, you, you're going to get hurt. It's just the, unfortunately, it's just the, the way things are, are stacking up. It's, it's, it's something we can't avoid, you know, and, and if you are in a profession where it requires face-to-face contact, once again, I would put option B and C in there. This virus thing is not going to go away overnight. Now, if they get a vaccine, yeah, it'll speed up. But listen, just from personal experience, a lot of people that used to show up at church don't show up at church anymore. Because they start watching it online. I won't even offer it online anymore. I don't want people having that excuse of not coming to church. Right? Now, I know there are shut-ins of people that can't get out. But there, there are people that just got lazy. 
right? They just got lazy. Um, I think that you need to have a multiple, uh, a, a multiple faceted approach to how you conduct your business, regardless of what it is. So if you're in the retail business, make sure you have an online component to that. Make sure that you know how to advertise that online component. Make sure that it is profitable. Make sure that you have the availability. Listen, it only takes one or two people that you upset nowadays, uh, especially if you're individually owned, you know, you own your own business, self-employed. Two or three people that are upset with your business can literally take business away from you because of social media. They get online and they badmouth you uh, and then that goes viral on you and and you have problems. So make sure you've got good customer service. Make sure you've got an opportunity to ship things out in a timely manner. Make sure you back your product up. That kind of thing. Things are different, people. They're just different. The, The real issue here is the faith that we have during these trying times. Now, are we facing a nine-foot giant? I would say about eight foot tall right now. Things are stacked against us, especially as Christians. Things are stacked against us. So let me let me close with this. Read First Samuel chapter seventeen and and the story surrounding David fighting Goliath. And then ask yourself if you have the same faith. Because that faith is a prerequisite to to surviving during these trying times. Okay? If you have questions about your, especially if you're self-employed, you know, the survivability of it. Please let me help you. I I can give you guidance. It's it's free. Okay? Uh, I know there's a lot of people on LinkedIn and Facebook that are trying to get your money on giving you leads and all this other nonsense. Uh, Listen, as a, a as a fellow brother and sister in Christ, let me help you. Okay, at, at the minimum, it's kind of like getting a second opinion from a doctor. Just Jay, you know, would you take a look at at my my business model? What do you think? Um, I'd be happy to do that for you. You can find my contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Kingdomplanadvisory.com. The the main thing is here is that we have to be Christ centered. We have to have you know our obedience focused on God. In how we we you know earn our income, how we how we manage our business, whether you work for someone else or whether you're self-employed, it's very important. So listen, please contact me. Let me let me give you some some insight. Let me give you some help. Uh, whether you're another advisor, whether you know you you are a CPA, whether you're an attorney, let, let me help you out. Um, I've actually done a lot of research on this, and I have made every mistake possible. Uh, so that I could give you the good news of what works and what doesn't work. So God bless you. Once again, kingdomplanadvisory.com. Sign up for a consultation. My telephone number is on there. Emails on there. Uh, I'd be happy to help you and at least have a good conversation with a fellow brother or sister in Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.